Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Between May of 2021 and January of 22, I avoided ETH like the plague. I've spoke about it many times. I was collecting over on Wax and other blockchains, and just the thought of paying the gas fees kept me away from ETH. And at that time, and still now actually, I'm operating on a budget, so I can't just throw away hard-earned money into paying for gas fees. But that all changed when I discovered a project that I believed was a can't-miss project because I understood the utility and everything that they were trying to do. So I scrapped together $4,000 to do a max mint. But the project delayed. But nine months later, I'm a proud holder of one of the NFTs. However, I can definitely say nothing has gone to plan as to why I thought it was can't-miss, And many people would dub this a complete failure. However, I would not. So today I'm going to discuss the five pivots that this project has made and why I still believe in it despite nothing going to that plan. So the date was January 11th of 2022. That was when this project was supposed to do its initial mint at a price of 0.099. And it was supposed to have a limit of 10 per wallet for all of the people that were on the whitelist. And it was just very interesting times because at this time, we're coming off of ETH being up in the 4,000s and it was down in the 3,000s. So all of us that were preparing to mint were thinking, oh, this is awesome. Things are on sale. This is a great time. And well, what ended up happening right around this time, not only did it dip below 3,000, but then it started to slide to about the low 2,000s and then started to rebound in the mid 2,000s. However, going to this point, I was convinced that 3,000 was a great price, so I funded my wallet getting ready to purchase. I was so convinced as to why this was awesome is because I'm a huge sports fan. I played football, sports all of my life. Well, I should say, up through college, and then after being college, I've been a fan, a spectator. And the major utility for this was fans to come in contact with the athletes, special events, and all of those different things. Being a huge sports fan, I know the value of that towards fans, and I was like, yes, this is a can't miss. Some of the names and the athletes that were already involved in the project and everything that was going on, I said, yes, I see the value of this as a collector, as a fan of sports, and I knew that this was can't miss because athletes were involved in it, so I know they would make themselves available, and I know what it is like for fans, what they're willing to pay for, and everything. Now, a little disclaimer, times have definitely changed since then, so I'll get to that in a second. But rolling out this whole thing, it was supposed to launch the first 1,000 on January 11th. Then they're supposed to do a second round, which would be on the 2nd of February or the 22nd of February. There was a lot of 111s for the first round and then 222s. So I can't remember if it's supposed to be the 2nd of February or the 22nd of February. But either way, that was supposed to be 2,000. And then the rest of the 10,000 was supposed to come out March 3rd. That was the third round. So basically the general draft or the general mint. And at each stage, it was supposed to go up in price. So each person that got a first round draft pick instantly, they had utility in the sense that once a second round came out, that the value of the mint price would be going up. So if they wanted to list or whatever it might be, the value of what they already minted should be going up in theory because the next round was going to cost more. So I thought that was just very interesting using all the sports terms and using the fact that there was a tiered mint and it instantly gave value to the people that believed in the project early and were ready to get into it. And as I said, as a huge sports fan, someone who has been around sports my entire life, I saw the value in this. And that was the first pivot that the project made 
made. It was the actual date. And the reason being, a lot of hacks and a lot of things were happening during this time. And one of the advisors that were on the project started to really look at the security and they said that, you know what, we should delay this thing and not take any risk trying to catch this hot market and make sure we beef up the Discord security and we beef up the mint security, have the contract audited and so forth. In the meantime, upgrade the art and work on all of that. So finally, when I came to mint that, that was on the 21st of March, and I ended up minting one because everything was changing as far as how the market was going at that time, and I didn't know exactly where the project was going, not to mention I ended up spending pretty much all of the funds that I had reserved for this mint. I got into countless other projects, a bunch of Chibi Labs NFTs I ended up buying, getting into the 90s babes. Crypto tech women, and the list goes on during all this time. So, that initial 4,000 that was supposed to go all into this project, that is where I got the funds from for a lot of these other communities and projects that I ended up in. So, I don't regret that one bit because I was going all in on this thing. And maybe if that had launched during January when things were just going absolutely crazy, it would have completely minted out and I would have been able to use that liquidity to still get into other projects because the reason why I was going to do a max mint was because I wanted to keep the handful of ones that I thought were my favorite. I wanted probably about three of them because based on the utility going over to meet athletes and getting into events and so forth, I know I want to bring some company. So I was thinking, all right, if I keep three of them and I could sell off the other seven, that I might not necessarily like or whatever it might be to just cover my liquidity, my initial investment and get back a liquid and be able to get into other projects. So that was the initial plan. But as I said, everything did not go to plan as far as when it was the minting and the market had completely changed between January and March. And I used a lot of those funds to get into other projects. So going through this whole thing, pivot number two really came when a lot of people that were coming into this project were not necessarily the fans that wanted to meet the players. And it was just very interesting because remember, that was the main reason why I came into it because I was like, okay, I see the value for fans wanting to meet players and interact. However, what ended up happening was a lot of people that were performance coaches were attracted to this project. And they started to come in and they started to offer their value, whether it be the meditations for the professional baseball team, then team building and uh, sports psychologist and various areas of business and all sorts of people were coming in to really just offer their resources, their knowledge, their professional expertise to the community. And those were the people that were coming in. So it really shifted from fans hanging out with athletes and athletes entering Web3 and getting their education and learning all the different touch points to people that were interacting with high performance coaches in their respected areas. And that was a community that was starting to build. And they just leaned into that rather than trying to force a square peg into a round hole. It's like, well, if this is what the people that are coming and they're assembling, so might as well just lean into that and really build everything around that. The utility, the master classes that were starting to be offered. From what I fully understand covering this project and really watching them from way before launch, that was a pivot. And the third pivot that came, I would say, was when the price was actually dropped. Because remember, the initial price was 0.99, and it was supposed to go up in tiers. Well, that did not exactly happen. So what ended up happening was, initially, we had a couple hundred mints on the first day, but then it was just really slow grinding. And it was just people that were coming to the Discord or getting personal invites from these coaches, bringing them into the community. And that's how they were able to start to mint. And at the point of recording this, we haven't even hit the 1000 mint mark, which was supposed to be the day one mark from the round one, like the first round athletes. And then of course, each set 
each subsequent tier was supposed to be a higher number and a higher price. But as I said, the market has completely changed since then. And that delay from January to March, it really missed all of that hype. And the focus of the project has completely changed and the dynamics and the people that were attracted towards it. And the fourth pivot that really came was the artwork itself, because initially it was all male athletes. But as you can see, if you go to their Twitter page or even their website and like different materials they have, they have put out in the Discord and so forth, that you will see that there are going to be female once we get past the first 2000 mints. It's going to be 50-50 throughout the collection. Now, I think that is very great because female sports, whether it be football, which they have even female football leagues and golf and all these other elements that are, are the attributes, I should say, that are in the artwork, females also play those sports. And of course, females also enjoy sports. For example, my mother is a huge Mets fan. Of course, she got into that watching with my stepfather but now she is more hardcore than even he is when they got knocked out of the playoff she was shedding tears right my stepfather was outside he was like grilling and gave up on them and whatever he's like you know and my mother was in there watching it and so anyways needless to say that yes women are a huge part of both playing and and watching sports. So I thought that was just very cool. Then that was a pivot that was not necessarily something that was in the initial artwork, but that did come in. And the fifth pivot that came from this project was their streams of income. Because if you listen to the founders and what have you, well, first of all, there is a Drew who is the business and marketing side. And as far as the relationships between various entities and of course the players and then there is Kevin who is the artist but he's also a professional baseball player he plays for the Oakland Athletics he's the third baseman and the two of them teamed up to really launch this project so one of the utilities or one of the goals for it was to help those professional players in various leagues that want to get into the space to launch their own projects so that they could help them and that was supposed to be one of the streams of income in the project and I thought it would have been very cool to see these athletes come into the project hang out with us and then really learn Web3 and all the different touch points and then launch their own projects. And then, of course, we could get whitelists and uh, get into them and, and all sorts of things. That's what I was really looking forward to. However, they came up with something that even I noticed as someone who was just covering the space on a daily basis is a lot of athletes that were coming into the space, they realized how much work it actually takes, how much grind it actually takes to build up a community and all of those different things, even some of the projects that minted out and sold out, and they ended up just pulling away and saying, you know what, this takes way more time. I'm going to go back and focus on my sport or whatever it might be. And because of that, they start to distance themselves from that idea. That has no longer been a part of their business plan. And even this week, I was listening to a Twitter space when Drew was actually speaking and they were just mentioning all the different difficulties that came with that. And of course, some athletes that just wanted a quick sale and didn't necessarily want to get entrenched and get down and dirty with Web3, but they thought it was just, you know, something cool, like cool mem memorabilia, like signing some autographs and what have you. But no, this is a full-time business and it takes a lot of dedication. And it would be pretty awesome for these athletes to do these things in like the off season and really just, you know, get involved because there's a lot of free time once their seasons end. However, not everybody's up for this. Unless you are a natural person that really enjoys Web3 on your own, it is a hard task to ask one of these athletes to just get involved and just really put in the hours that is necessary to make it a success. So because of that, they're pulling away. And I think that is the right decision. So all of those changes that I just said, all the pivots, all the different things that have been really uh, so far away from what I initially wanted when I was getting into this project. However, what are my thoughts right now? 
as someone who still holds my original one that I minted and have no intentions of selling that whatsoever because I absolutely love the thing, you might think that all of these things would have been discouraging to me. Well, first of all, I would say no. I enjoy seeing the progression, how they're pivoting and all of these different things. But most importantly, I absolutely love the holders, the community that they have built, although it is just a thousand mints or I should say under a thousand mints, the people that are in the Discord, and I trust me, I'm not a huge Discord fan, but the ones that I have interacted with, whether it be in Discord or on Twitter spaces or even in our fantasy football league, just a great bunch of people. I enjoy being around them and talking sports and the things that I'm very passionate about, but then also pivoting over to the life coaching and all those different things, the utility that is there in the community. Very excited to be a part of it. But as far as this team goes, all these different pivots, a lot of people might say, well, this is just a disaster. They want nothing to do with this. However, I absolutely trust the team. They are very well committed. There were docs from day one. Of course, we have Kevin, as I said, a professional athlete putting his personal brand on the line, out on display, and he's out there. So for him to fail at a very public eye would be very hard on his reputation. So I know he is completely committed to it. Not to mention that they have connections with Roger Clemens and their family. Of course, uh, two of his sons end up playing professional baseball. So there is a lot of other athletes that are their friends and their connections and their circles. And the last thing they want to do is associate themselves with something that is going to fail and just tarnish their legacy, tarnish their name. So I know that they are a part of this for the right reasons. And as far as their advisors and people that are working with them, of course, I said Drew, who's a co-founder of Fanzo from the NFT 365 podcast and the Mint 365 project is also involved. And these are all people that I speak with and see regularly. Of course, not to mention there is Katie Brinkley. She is around the project as well. She's very well involved. And I'm a very forgiving person. As long as I see that people are moving in the right direction, they're giving their all, they're working, they're fully committed, and they're learning on the job like the rest of us because this is Web3. Some of them absolutely hit it out of the park from day one and they just go to the moon and they just keep going forward. However, I have a lot of grace of anyone that is in this space that is just doing the right thing, just working hard, making connections, building those relationships. And some people might see this as 1,000 NFTs is a complete disaster. However, I do not because they have continued building. They have continued working. And even as I said, the fantasy football league, that is something that literally just started. The football season just started. And there's all these different things that are coming down the line. And of course, when baseball goes to the offseason, then Kevin's going to be there again, much more involved than he can possibly be. I think baseball plays 162 games, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty much every day for half the year, he's involved with his quote unquote day job. So knowing that the off season is coming up, he's going to get more involved and they're doubling down and just building more bridges. They're working with all sorts of organizations and what have you. They have a great reputation. They have not abandoned their post. That is why I completely trust them and I'm okay with them building. I'm okay with them pivoting and I'm along for the ride. So what are your thoughts on this project and everything that I described? Does this sound like a total disaster or do you think that this has some great future or do you think that I'm just way too optimistic and don't see the value in this? I think it is a great thing, but I would love to know what your honest thoughts are. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.